Good evening and welcome to the November 21st Naperville City Council meeting. Roll call, please. Worley? Here. Holzhauer? Here. Kelly? Here. Leong? Longenbaugh? Here. Broom? Here. Taylor? Here. White? Here. Wilson? Here. Please rise and join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, and to the I need a motion and a second to allow Councilman Leong to participate by a phone due to an illness. Mayor, move to allow Councilman Leong to participate in this meeting via telephone due to illness. Second, Kelly. Okay, motion and a second. All, all in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? All right. Please bring on Councilman Leong. Thank you. Next item is public, public forum. As we start the public forum, I need to remind everyone of the citizen participation rules in the city's municipal code for speaking at city council meetings. Speakers are asked to present their comments in a respectful and courteous manner. Speakers should stay on topic and be cognizant of their words. Personal attacks on council members, staff, other speakers, or members of the audience are not allowed. If inappropriate language or comments are expressed during this meeting, you will be asked immediately to stop commenting. Also, for audience members, there is no cheering and no jeering. Actions such as applauding, cheering, or booing during or at the conclusion of any remarks made by any speaker are not allowed. Speakers are given three minutes to address the council, and to help speakers stay within the three-minute time frame, we have a timer over on the side dais to your right. It gives the visual cue when the three minutes are expiring. This helps speakers conclude their comments in a timely manner without being cut off. The timer buzzes when it hits zero, and we will alert the speaker that the time is up. Mr. Munch, please call the first speaker. Mr. Mayor, there is one speaker this evening. That speaker is Sabiha Habib. Second call for Sabina Habib. Okay, it's not here. Any more speakers? That is all. Next item is the consent agenda. May I have a motion to use the omnibus method to approve the consent agenda? Mayor, I move to uh, use the omnibus method to approve the consent agenda. Second, Kelly. All in favor? Aye. Opposed? 9-0. May I have a motion to approve the consent agenda? Mayor, I move to approve the consent agenda with an amendment to item I-2, the minutes from the November 7th, 2023 council meeting as reflected in the council Q&A. Second, Kelly. Mr. Munch, please read the consent agenda. Approve the cash disbursements for the period of October 1st, 2023 through October 31st, 2023 for a total of $34,798,818.50. Approve the regular city council meeting minutes of November 7, 2023. Approve the city council meeting schedule for December 2023 and January, February 2024. Receive the year-to-date budget report through October 31, 2023. Approve an appointment to the Riverwalk Commission. Approve appointments to the Human Rights and Fair Housing Commission. 
approve the award of option year two for parkway tree trimming services to NJ Ryan Tree and Landscaping and Steve Piper and Sons Incorporated for an amount not to exceed $200,000 and for a one year term. Approve the award of the cooperative procurement for uniform and badge purchases to Galls LLC for an amount not to exceed $167,330 for a one year term. Approve the award the RFP for fixed income money management services to Mesero Financial Investment Management Incorporated and PFM Asset Management LLC for an amount not to exceed $795,000 for a five-year term. Approve the award change order number one to the work order for water utility space needs assessment to Kluber Incorporated for an amount not to exceed $6,080 and a total award of $49,365 and for an additional 76 days. Approve the award of change order number one to the contract for 2022 sidewalk and curb maintenance program to Schroeder and Schroeder Incorporated for a reduction of $65,402.50 and an additional 452 days. Waive the first reading and pass the ordinance section, oh, pass the ordinance amending section 3-1-9 of the Naperville Municipal Code, modifying the allocation of food and beverage taxes to fund neighbor settlement and mental health initiatives. Waive the first reading and pass the ordinance amending section 3-3-113 of the Naperville Municipal Code to increase the cap on late night liquor permits from 24 to 25 for downtown locations. Waive the first reading and pass the ordinance amending chapters four building review board Chapter 10, Public Utilities Advisory Board, and Chapter 15, Historic Preservation Commission of Title II of the Naperville Municipal Code to modify membership of these boards and commissions. And adopt the resolution authorizing an intergovernmental agreement between the City of Naperville and the Naperville Fire Protection District for participation in Will County's local government COVID-19 reimbursement program. We have a motion and a second to approve the consent agenda. Roll call, please. Worley? Yes. Holtower? Aye. Kelly? Aye. Leong? Aye. Longenbaugh? Aye. McBroom? Aye. Taylor? Aye. White? Aye. Wilson? Aye. Passes 9-0. J1. Item J1 is the public hearing from the proposed 2023 property tax levy increase for special service area number 30. Public hearing on SSA 30 is now open. Anyone who wishes to speak may come forward. I see no one. Councilman White may have a motion to close the public hearing on SSA 30. Mayor, I move to uh, close the public hearing for SSA number 30. Second, Kelly. All those in favor? Aye. Opposed? Aye. 9-0. Public hearing is closed. This matter will return on December 5th for final action. J2. Item J2 is the public hearing on the proposed 2023 property tax levy increase for special service area number 34. Public hearing on SSA 34 is now open. Anyone who wishes to speak may come forward. Seeing no one, Councilman White may have a motion to close public hearing for SSA 34. Mayor, I move to close the public hearing for SSA number 34. Second, Kelly. All those in favor? Aye. Opposed? Aye. 9-0, the public hearing is closed. This matter will return on December 5th for final action. J3. 
Item J3 is the public hearing for the 2024 annual budget. Public hearing for the proposed 2024 budget is now open. Anyone who wishes to speak may come forward. No one. Councilman White may have a motion to close the public hearing for the budget. Mayor, move to close the public hearing for the 2024 annual budget. Second, Kelly. All those in favor? Aye. Opposed? Aye. 9-0. The public hearing is now closed. J-4. J-4 is the ordinance adopting the 2024 annual budget in the amount of $613,742,548. Councilman White, may I have a motion? Mayor, move to pass the ordinance adopting the 2024 annual budget in the amount of six million six. $613,742,548. Second, Kelly. We have a motion and a second. Roll call, please. Holtzauer? Aye. Kelly? Aye. Leong? Aye. Longenbaugh? Aye. McBroom? Aye. Taylor? Aye. White? Aye. Wilson? Aye. Worley? Yes. Motion passes 9-0. L1. Mr. Mayor, items L1 through L5 pertain to the Mill and Bower townhomes located at 27 West 280 Bower Road. The staff report is received in the public hearing to consider the annexation agreement and related ordinances for the Mill and Bower townhomes located at 27 W 280 Bower Road is now open. Anyone here to speak on this issue, please come forward. Mr. Munch, we have some names. There are three speakers signed up to speak on this public hearing. The first speaker is Mark Hinterlong, followed by Patrice Drundle. We're actually gonna start with the petitioner and then the speakers. Good evening, I'm Caitlin Chuck with the law firm Rosanova and Whitaker here on behalf of the petitioner Millenbauer LLC. With me this evening is Chad Meese, Jimmy Calvo, along with our civil engineer, Jim Kneff, and we're all available to answer any questions you might have. Chad Meese of Red Star Construction is a local builder who's been building homes in the Chicagoland area for over 15 years, and he's going to be the builder on the project. Subject property consists of approximately 0.89 acres and is comprised of, a, of 10 approximately 25-foot wide lots and is located on the northeast corner of Mill Street and Bower Road in North Naperville. As the owner of the property, the petitioner is seeking to annex to the property to Naperville, consolidate the 10 lots, and zone the property in the TU district for the purpose of constructing a 10-unit townhome development. The next slide depicts the different zoning and uses surrounding the subject property. To the north is Nike Park and zoned R1. To the east and south is generally unincorporated DuPage County zoned R3. To the west is zoned OCI, and to the southwest is zoned R3 PUD. This next slide really puts into perspective uh, the nature of the surrounding area and the abundance and range of uses in close proximity to the property. So we have single family residences to the east, the mainland farm to the south, Crest Creek townhomes on the southwest corner of Mill and Bower, Truth Lutheran Church uh, immediately west, Nike Park to the north, and then we also have the Everly and Harbor Chase Senior Living Facilities north and west of the property. This general area continues to see growth and the proposed use is also complementary uh, to the Crest Creek townhomes located southwest of the property. These townhomes have um, very similar attributes by way of being located off of Mill Street and Bower Road, 
those townhomes also provide a very smooth transition from the uh, single family Crest Creek homes uh, west of their site, as well as transition to the variety of uses located along Mill Street. Subject property is an ideal location for this residential opportunity, and it will provide the appropriate transitions to the variety of uses within the immediate vicinity. Before we request a zoning designation, we of course always want to look to the comprehensive plan. So luckily, the city recently updated its comprehensive plan, uh, and the same reflects the city's most up-to-date uh, intentions for the future land use of property. Subject property is identified under the city corridor designation. Uh, city corridor properties are often characterized by shallow lot depths and proximity to residential subdivisions. Uh, the pro subject property fits the mold pretty perfectly there. City corridor properties, um, also the applicable zoning districts under the city corridor pro properties are B2, B3, OCI, TU, and planned unit development. Townhomes are permitted use in the TU district and are actually notably less intense than the other permitted uses listed uh, under those other zoning designations that are allowed under the city corridor designation. By way of following the comprehensive plan's recommendation, again, always the first step uh, we look to before requesting a rezoning of the property, we believe TU is the most appropriate zoning designation and the townhomes will uh, provide a very smooth transition from the variety of uses surrounding the property. Additionally, as I'm sure this council is well aware, uh, one of the main focuses of our 2022 comprehensive plan is to provide a diverse housing supply consistent with the needs of our community. This includes housing of different types, styles, price points, and densities. This brings me to our site plan. Petitioner is proposing 10 townhomes. The four end units will have first floor master bedrooms. We believe this will be a highly desirable feature that's currently lacking in new construction in Naperville. Um, as we've seen on recent projects, first floor masters are widely popular um, and there's not enough supply to account for the demand of these homes with this option in Naperville. Primary access to the site will be provided off of Bower Road and a right out will be provided uh, to Mill Street from the development. The proposed townhomes will have rear loaded two car garages and will all be accessed by a shared drive. Each unit will have a nice second story balcony with decorative railings on the rear of the property which will face Nike Park. And the proposal also meets all setback and height requirements, which are intended to ensure that the, the development will not overcrowd or inhibit any adjacent properties. With regard to parking, the code requires 20 spaces to serve the 10 units and an additional free guest parking spaces. We're providing 24 spaces, so that's two parking spaces per unit and four guest par parking spaces that are identified here in red. With respect to architecture, a lot of thought went into designing the townhomes to be consistent with current design trends. So you can see here we have a modified farmhouse look with architectural detailing. We're using uh, both vertical and horizontal siding and a mix of masonry siding. This will all be constructed with quality materials. We've incorporated covered entries and varying peaks. Um, you'll also notice again that the end units appear to extend and this is in order to accommodate for those first floor master bedrooms. The slide gives a rear perspective of the townhomes, and as you can see, we made sure to carry the detailing um, around all four sides of the buildings, and this is, the design will be compliant with the city's 50% masonry requirement. With regard to the interiors of the homes, the units will all have quality finishes, such as hardwood floors, um, granites and granite or quartz countertops, uh, and 10-foot uh, first floor ceilings. The next few slides are just some photos of the petitioner's recent projects and what can be expected in terms of quality finishes for the proposed development. And just quickly touching on square footages, each standard unit will be approximately 1,562 square feet and the end units with those first floor masters will be approximately 1,607 square feet.
So with that, I'd like to thank staff and the plan commission for their support. And I'd also like to thank this council for your time and consideration this evening. So our team is uh, available for any questions you have. Okay, no questions. Uh, first speaker. The first speaker is Mark Hinterlong. Good evening. I'd like to urge you to vote no on the ordinances for the Mill and Bauer townhome development. <clears throat> the proposed development is way too dense. 10 townhomes on less than an acre is overcrowding. The development is removing all but one tree and 90% of the property is covered in hardscape. Where will all the water runoff go? Is this even sustainable? The lawyers are muddying the waters about all the new developments in the area a church and two living centers, et cetera. The developments are on Mill Street, they're not on Bauer. This project fronts Bauer for 300 feet. It's very little is on Mill Street. 10 two-story townhomes does not fit the character of our neighborhood. For a mile east or west of Mill Street on Bauer Road is 100% single, single family homes. That is the essential character of our neighborhood. They also state a need for townhomes in the area when there are already several townhome developments north of Ogden Avenue. They mentioned first floor master bedrooms as being desirable. Why not build two or three, three or four single family homes that include this? I strongly urge you to vote no to the, to the zoning of the property to a transitional use district. If you don't vote no, it would set a precedence for future developments on Bauer. The property adjacent to the east is already for sale with a selling point for development opportunities. Further to the east is a rental home and then the next two homes are elderly residents. We could be opening a Pandora's box here and that's not even mentioning the mainland farm property that's directly across the street. Opening up a TU district on Bauer Road will be detrimental to the character and quality of life for all of our Bauer Road neighborhood. Is Bauer Road infrastructure even equipped to handle all this? Right now, it's only a two-lane road with no curbs and gutters and only one sidewalk that was recently put on the one side of the road. I'm not against the city annexing the property, just not with this particular development. The property, if the property needs to be developed, why not build three or four single family homes similar to Alder Point subdivision that the city annexed to the east on Bauer and actually fits quite nice in the neighborhood. Also, no variances will be required and there will be no need for a TU. It's more in line with the character of the entire Bauer Road neighborhood. Thank you and please vote no. Thank you. Thank you. Next speaker. The next speaker is Patrice Drendel. Okay. We have not seen pictures here. 
Amy Kathy. Amy Kathy. Okay, thanks. My name is Patrice Drendel. I live at 5S145 Joseph Lane, um, Naperville, Illinois. Um, we strongly oppose transitional use rezoning, townhomes and annexations of 27W 280 Bower Road. The major reason, and these pictures will show you, is this property is located along a flashing light school zone that's used by five schools, Mill, Jefferson, St. Peter and Paul, Naperville North, uh, St. Francis further down. Um, I know I'm forgetting another one. Oh, uh, that one in Saybrook, uh, whatever, another one. Anyhow, there, and it's like, like he said, there's only one sidewalk on that, and it's, a lo it's right along that property. So I could easily see somebody pulling out from that town home and hitting one of our kids trying to cross the only sidewalk they have. Um, I, don't, I just don't think our school children, and they're also trying to pass uh, the construction site that's at the nearby Adler Point construction project too. They're already dealing with that. And I just don't think the safety of our children should ever take precedence over the profit of one developer. And remember, they only passed this by, in the town at, uh, planning and zoning commission, they only passed it by one vote. Um, and after nothing was done since the July meeting, uh, we figured it was terminated. It was only three days ago when one of our neighbors happened to see it on the website, this agenda. Otherwise, this room would be filled with red shirts. And it's right before the holidays as well. Uh, anyway, years ago, Mayland, Fa Mayland Farms, which is across, directly across the street from 27W280 Bower, tried to rezone in order to build townhomes. And uh, a density survey was conducted. It's in your archives. The density report findings stated that there are already too many townhomes in the area, and it was opposed. There are already 25 townhomes, just Kitty Corner, and another uh, of this property, and another 20 or so uh, west of Mill, kind of near Bower. Too much congestion, and a too already too much congested area already. However, let me emphasize that, like he said, the aesthetic of Mill and Bauer are single-family homes because the majority of the homes surrounding the area are single-family homes and have been for years, decades. Naperville has 40 miles of area, six zip codes, plenty of space for them to develop elsewhere instead of making the majority of us endure future congestion at Mill and Bauer just to provide the profit of one single developer who doesn't even live in the neighborhood. Most importantly, we are opposed to the transitional use rezoning of this property. It's unfair to give the power and control to one fleeting developer instead of abiding by to the opposition from the majority. The 300 surrounding tax paying for decades property owners, us. This is not fair and it's not democratic. The majority opposes. We also oppose the annexation for the same reason. Many of the promises from many of the promises from Adler Point were not kept. And at the end of that city council meeting, one of the North High School uh, reporters stated they went for the money instead of the people. Please keep your oath and go for the people this time instead of the money and oppose the transitionally used townhome 
and annexation of 27W280 Bauer. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Next speaker, please. Mr. Mayor, am I up next? Mr. Munch, is, is this the next speaker? The yeah. final speaker is David Dubeck. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I wasn't sure if I was on the roll call or not. Mr. Mr. Mayor and City Council, thank you for this opportunity to be heard. I'm opposed to the development of Mill and Bauer in this way. In this way, the community does not need high density living in this area. The impact this would have on traffic would only endanger the other residents in the area. There are no provisions for UPS, Amazon, or other large delivery vehicles on the major intersection. I personally see the fire department and ambulances go down Bauer Road five to 10 times daily using this intersection. What will happen when traffic is backed up due to a delivery blocking the only through lane? Where will guests park? Three spots for 10 homes or four spots is not an adequate number. If you polled amongst yourselves on, account, on the council and had a party, how many guests would you have and where would they park? The zoning board just barely passed this. The timing of this was brought before the council just before a holiday and is also very suspicious to me. It is questionable if the water and snow runoff can be absorbed by putting such a large footprint on this tract of area. This does not fit with any other use of the surrounding area or community. Where will all the construction equipment park as there is no parking in this area for loading or unloading? If you have been to, to the Aldi off Ogden and Naperville, Wheaton Road, this is some of the same problem that we'll be facing, we will be facing at this busier road. This is not what Naperville needs. I appreciate it and thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Any more speakers? No. All right, Councilman White, may I have a motion to close the public hearing? Oh, I'm sorry. Petitioner, do you want to make a rebuttal? No, I'm just happy to be here and thank you for your time and consideration this evening. Like I said, our team is available for any questions. Thank you. Okay. Mayor, move to close the public hearing. Second, Kelly. A motion and a second. All those in favor? Aye. Opposed? Aye. Public hearing is now closed. Next item. Item L2 is the ordinance authorizing the execution of the annexation agreement for the Mill and Bauer townhomes. Any discussion on L2? Mr. Uh, Councilman Kelly. Thank you, Mayor. Uh, just a couple of comments on the on the overall plan as we, I know we've got a few different line items here, but um, appreciate the petitioner, appreciate the residents who came out to speak just to give my thoughts on it overall. Um, I do not have a problem with the annexation uh, or the zoning, uh, to be honest. I think this actually does fit literally a transitional use uh, area on that corner. You've got a lot of different uses on both sides of Bauer, both sides of Mill. 
Um, so I personally, I think this is kind of what transitional use is, is really um, in our code for. So I'm planning on voting yes to both the annexation and the uh, zoning change. I, I'm not planning on voting in favor of the density variance just because I simply don't see a hardship um, and I also don't see any uh, affordable housing benefit to the city or other thing that we've talked about over the last couple of years of what, why and when and uh, for what reasons we would grant density variances. I just don't see that standard being met in this case. So um, just as a quick explanation, I'll plan on voting yes for uh, two, three, and four, but no to number five. Thank you, Mayor. Councilman Holzauer. Thank you, Mayor. Um, looking over at Allison, I was wondering if you could speak a little. Can you hear me? Okay. Looking over at Allison, I was wondering if you could uh, speak a little bit to the concern about um, the exit on Bower Road and the um, sidewalk and kids or really any pedestrians crossing there, how this might look compared to other uses that might go in that corner, just safety for the pedestrians. Sure. <clears throat> this is uh, Andy Hines, Deputy City Engineer. So uh, yeah, Bower Road is a, a mostly under the city of Naperville's jurisdiction. There is a sidewalk that runs along the north side of Bower Road between uh, Mill Street and Washington Street. Uh, there is a pedestrian crossing. Um, it's a block or two to the east, uh, I think at Eagle Street, uh, that does you know cross Bower Road, but there wouldn't be anything uh, immediately along the frontage of this property except for at the traffic signal at Mill and Bower. Did you have a follow-up or? Um, can you hold on for one second, Mayor? Sure. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. So just to to be clear on that point, um, I was fact checking. Uh, there is a driveway on Bower, right, from this development. Yes, there is a full access driveway about roughly 200 feet east of the yeah, east got of Mill Street. Okay, so for the crossing over that driveway, you know, what kind of safety measures might be in place for a pedestrian who'd be walking there? Or are there things that you could make sure go into place to, to make it as safe as possible? I apologize. I thought you were talking about crossing Bower Road, not crossing the driveway. So, I mean, it would be treated just like any other you know, commercial driveway. Um, it depends a little bit on if there's uh, stop control there. If we, you know, there's certain rules when we put uh, like ADA detectable warnings and such. Uh, but other than you know just normal sidewalk treatment, the, the sidewalk would go through the driveway to delineate it. Uh, but that's really about the extent of what uh, would be you know what would be typical for a driveway like this. Can you explain those ADA treatments a little more? Uh, those are the the red uh, detectable warning strips with the truncated domes that you typically see at uh, a lot of intersections. Okay, is that something that potentially the city could look into putting in that spot? Uh, uh, it would it would depend whether the, uh, we, we have kind of a policy on that, so if it's if it's, if it's stop controlled, uh, which I think it might be, yeah. Yeah, so it is, so there, so there will be uh, ADA detectable warnings. Okay, excellent, thank you, Mayor. Councilman White. Yeah, just a few questions for you. Um, um, I like the idea of, 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 of I like the concept. Of, um, I'm 
two homes uh, from a density standpoint, I probably could, I could probably go along with that. I uh, had some, some of the concerns that uh, council and Kelly had as far as the affordable uh, component. I would have liked to have seen um, something there for that, but um, uh, I think your project looks pretty good. Um, I'd had a couple of questions and it was brought up here, uh, excess, excess parking. Uh, it did come up here. What, what would be the plan with, with, with a delivery truck with, uh, you know, we're having a party and I'm having, you know, 10, 15 guests coming. Where do, where do people go to park? They can park over on the other residential streets, but generally speaking, I mean, we do meet the code requirements in terms of parking. So uh, we are providing actually one space above the code requirement. Mm -hmm. In terms of deliveries, they can park in the, um, the drive aisle, put their hazards on, deliver, and leave pretty immediately. It's, it's always a pretty quick turnaround with that respect. So um, not expecting there to be any huge issues with parking or anything like that. And again, we're just following the code requirements. And there's enough room for them to pull a delivery vehicle to pull over to the side, not block the road? Yes. Okay, and the, the sidewalk. Within the private drive aisle. Okay, I just wanna make sure the road's not blocked uh, for Bauer and Mill when the folks are coming by delivering and all that. That's not the expectation. We're, we're expecting them to pull through the private drive. Okay, and uh, the sidewalk, and that's a city issue because it's, since they'll be incorporated into the city, we're going to make sure, you're saying that that sidewalk will be a new thing for, for that particular spot, at least in the city portion of the property. Yay or nay? I believe there's a, already an existing sidewalk there, so this would. So the one that she showed us in the picture? Yeah. Maybe you don't have the picture, but uh, let's see it. This would just be uh, probably relocating the, the existing sidewalk to uh, move it back a little farther from the regular. Yeah, there is a sidewalk that is existing today. And during construction, how, how are you going to position all the construction vehicles and everything uh, without impacting traffic in the area? Construction is more of a chat question, if you wouldn't mind speaking to it, please. Good evening, I'm Chad Meese with Red Star Construction. Um, we would manage the, the construction uh, traffic on site behind fencing um, during construction and uh, just like we would on any job site in Naperville residential development, uh, redevelopment in Naperville, um, following the same code requirements. Okay. All right, so no impact on the, uh, no, the obviously I'm going uh, with, with the traffic, you know, impact and all that. So you're saying based on your yeah, plan, would. you wouldn't have any impact there? Correct. All right, thank you. I don't see any other, uh, Councilman Wilson. Uh, <clears throat> a question for Mr. Hines, uh, not, nothing for, for you. Uh, do um, the, the, the light at Mill and Bauer, um, that's, would not be annexed because it's uh, currently part of, or part of the county, is that correct? Correct, Mill, Mill Street is a county highway, so, and that traffic signal is operated and, ma and maintained by DuPage County. Got it. Okay. Uh, just from personal perspective, from uh, going to Nike Park every weekend, and um, 
I used to go down mill every day. Uh, it doesn't seem like adding additional 10 units would be a huge dampen to traffic, and it doesn't it does seem like it would be a good um, avenue for transitional housing, just from my perspective. All right, Councilman White, I have a motion. Mayor, uh, I move to pass the ordinance authorizing the execution of annexation agreements uh, for the Mill and Bower Town homes. PZZ 23-1-006. Second, Kelly. A motion and a second. Roll call. Kelly. Aye. Leong. Nay. Longenbaugh. Aye. McBroom. Aye. Taylor. Aye. White. Aye. Wilson. Aye. Worley. Yes. Holtower. Aye. Is it 8-1? Eight eight. Okay. Motion passes 8-1. Councilman White, uh, we have a motion for L3. Mayor, I move to pass the ordinance indexing the Mill and Bower townhomes. Second, Kelly. A motion and a second. Roll call. Leong? Nay. Longabaugh? Aye. McBroom? Aye. Taylor? Aye. White? Aye. Wilson? Aye. Worley? Yes. Holtower? Aye. Kelly? Aye. Motion passes 8-1. Councilman White, we have a motion for L4. Mayor, move to pass the ordinance rezoning the subject property to transitional use upon annexation. Second, Kelly. We have a motion and a second on L4. Roll call, please. Longabaugh? Aye. McBroom? Aye. Taylor? Aye. White? Aye. Wilson? Aye. Worley? Yes. Holtzauer? Aye. Kelly? Aye. Leong? Nay. Motion passes 8-1. Councilman White, we have a motion for L5, please. Mayor, I move to pass the ordinance approving a density variance for the Mill and Bower townhomes. Second, Kelly. Motion and a second for L5. Roll call. McBroom? Aye. Taylor? Aye. White? Aye. Wilson? Aye. Worley? Yes. Holtower? Aye. Kelly? No. Leong? Nay. Longabaugh? Aye. Motion passes 7-2. All right. Our final item tonight is new business. I'd like to start by sharing that there will be a fourth round of leaf collection beginning this week. Our public works crews will be out next week collecting since the weather has been cooperating this season. Residents should have all of their leaves raked to the curb in front of their homes by 6 a.m. Monday, November 27th for pickup. Mr. Dublinsky, thank you for you and your team for putting this together at the last minute, and uh, we appreciate it taking care of the needs of our residents. Councilman Kelly. Thank you, Mayor. Uh, since we have some time, a quick question for staff. Uh, we passed the budget, which uh, I'm happy we got done tonight. One small, relatively small item in there that I wanted to ask about, a follow-up from somebody on staff. 
is the uh, beautification efforts that we've had underway for the past couple of years and uh, something we spoke about in last year's budget but didn't come up this year through the process, uh, but I'm hoping we can revisit at some point here is the idea of some type of public participation and what those beautification and sign efforts might look like. My, my recollection from last year was that we weren't gonna do any other uh, significant projects until we had some sort of an open house, not that it had to be a formal council workshop or, or anything to that degree, but some kind of an open house for public to give some input on design and location and things of that nature. Uh, I'm wondering if we can actually do that uh, before we proceed with other uh, larger scale projects in 2024. Director DeBlinski. Sure, uh, Dick Sea Public Works Director. Uh, we have a plan to put a survey out there coming in January or February of all the uh, exterior uh, signs that have been going up for the last two, two and a half, three years. Uh, the survey will talk about the elements so our residents can talk specifically about what they like and don't like about the different types of signs that have been out there. So we'll, we're gonna use that survey as a, a jumping off point of, okay, if we're gonna design something else, what can what should we be looking at? So any other sign that will be uh, made will come in front of council and, and say, hey, these are the elements that we're thinking of. This was what the survey said for all the residents. Uh, do you want us to proceed or not? So there won't be any other surprises uh, coming up. Uh, they, they will have uh, a lot of input from residents. Yeah. Thank you. Just one, one quick follow-up in terms of the survey. Do you know the form of that survey? Will that be on the city's website or how, what's we're, the... We're planning to put it on the city's website. We're, we're just creating it now. So we'll work with communication uh, uh, department to figure out the best way to get the most people involved that want to be involved in that. Yeah. Very good. Thank you. Councilman Holzauer. Thank you, Mayor. Just wanted to give a shout out to Director Dublinski, uh, both for the beautification effort. Um, I've gotten so many compliments on the things you've been doing over the last year in town. Uh, but also just had a meeting earlier today with uh, Director Dublinski and Mr. Krieger uh, with someone named Dave Park Barkus from the Naperville Astronomical Association. Um, talking about dark skies initiatives and um, just a really positive news story from Naperville. Um, correct me if I'm wrong on these facts, Mr. Dublinski, but basically under your leadership, we have implemented uh, new lighting, um, sort of second generation LED lighting that is, uh, had what, a 2.9 years, that's all it took to recover our costs on switching over. Go ahead, explain that a little if you would. Sure, um, so we started this uh, street light, LED street light program back in 2011, 2012. Uh, we've been pretty much a model uh, for other communities. Uh, the, um, the cost, uh, the, the, the cost of uh, uh, those um, LEDs are expensive, but the ROI on that, we found out, we thought it was gonna be five, six years. We have ran numbers that said it's about 2.9 years. So basically, uh, because we changed the LEDs, we're saving lots of money on electric, uh, electricity and lots of uh, money in maintenance and that's where you get the, the payback. So we've been doing really well. We have 80% of our lights done. We have uh, basically 13,000 street lights and we have another 1,500 to go. Uh, downtown area and the uh, uh, historic, um, historic district. Well, uh, thank you to Director Dublinski. I just think on behalf of the taxpayers of the community, that's awesome. You're saving money. You uh, are using less energy. 
less light pollution. It's just a win-win. So thank you. Thank you, Mayor. Councilman White. Uh, you know, Mayor, a question for, maybe for staff, maybe finance folks. The, uh, uh, during the budget workshops, uh, it was brought up about, um, I guess, electrical uh, vehicles, the registration and how it's all going to the, to the state. Um, given the fact that our community probably has a higher abundance of electrical vehicles compared to other communities within um, Illinois, uh, are we looking into anything that might allow us to have some of that money that from the registration come back to Naperville since we're losing out on a lot of the, the fuel taxes that would go towards uh, you know all the capital projects as far as fixing our roads and so on? City Manager Krieger, you want to take that? Uh, sure, we'd love to. Um, that That's a big concern with us, uh, due to the vehicle's weight, um, as well as uh, them uh, not uh, contributing to the state motor fuel tax. Um, and that is uh, one of our legislative <coughs> initiatives to work with our legislators uh, to come up with what what we would perceive to be a more fair uh, allocation uh, of those costs. We don't have a solution right now. Um, some other states have come up with some measures um, but uh, it is on our legislative plan. Okay, great, great, thank you. Any other new business? We have a motion to adjourn. Mayor, make a motion to adjourn. Second, Kelly. All in favor? Aye. 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 Happy Thanksgiving. Be safe out there, everybody. <laughs>